Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> From the time that we were kids and trick-or-treated probably a year or two after we should have stopped, we've all been looking forward for an excuse to make it out door-to-door again on Halloween. As parents, Halloween offers us a chance to relive the fun that we remember while making memories for our little ones. But when is it okay to start going trick-or-treating? What are some safety tips to consider for toddlers? And what experience have we as parents had that can help those going through their first Halloween with kids be helpful? I'm John O'Reill, host of Parent Savers, and today we're going to be talking all about this in a special spooky Halloween edition of Parent Savers. This is episode 77, all about Halloween safety and secrets for toddlers. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome once again, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for parents of newborns, infants, and toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Thanks again to all of our loyal listeners who've joined the Parent Savers Club. These members get bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. They also get access to all of our archived episodes, but guess what? So do you. We've unlocked our archived episodes, and they are now free for anyone to listen to, so make sure to go check out some of our old episodes so you can hear some of the great Parent Savers wisdom we've been spreading for the past year and a half. You can subscribe to our monthly Parent Savers newsletter for a chance to win a membership to our club each month. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Parent Savers app, which you can get on the iTunes Marketplace or the Android Marketplace. Then you'll get an alert whenever we release a new podcast. So we're doing a special episode today on Halloween. And for this episode, um, we've got a a nice, it's going to be a pretty fun discussion, hopefully, panel of parents. Um, You just jinxed it. I totally jinxed it. People are going to be like, this is the worst. Um, But but we'll make a lot of Halloween sounds, so that'll make up for it. That's the important thing. (laughs) Exactly. So let's introduce ourselves and our kids. Um, I'm John O'Reill. I have three kids, Corner Whitaker and Zyler, and they are six, four, and two years old. And I'm going to introduce another special guest joining us for the first time is my wife, Christina. And I'm Christina. (laughs) How many kids do you have? I have three children. I would say they are six and a half, four and a half, and two. (laughs) But that's why I'm their favorite. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bill. All right, I'm Bill Sandwald. I have two children. I have a six-year-old named Cause, three-year-old named Yoshi. And can I throw out a fun fact that my wedding anniversary is on Halloween? How bewitching of you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fun fact. Well, my name is Erin Estevez. Um, I am OG Mamacita, and I have one child. His name is Cash, and he's just about two years old. And I'm Sunny. I am uh, the owner of New Mommy Media, which produces Parent Savers, Preggy Pals, The Boob Group, and coming soon, Twin Talks. I have two little boys at home, Sayer, who is three, Urban, who is about 18 months, and twin twin identical (laughs) girls coming soon, Ainsley and Addison, due um, December 2nd, if I can make it that long. Right. The baby pocalypse. The baby pocalypse. Could be really scary. It really could. My house 
could be scary. You I'm may not want to come over you. for a while. I'm, yeah, as Aaron said, I'm scared for you. I'm pretty, I, don't, I don't say it that much, but we're kind of scared for you. I'm very scared for you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get into today's topic, I am joined now by Kelly Wilson from Alert ID, and they make a great app that's perfect for parents and families. So we're going to learn a little more about it. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks for having me. So tell me a little bit about your app. It's called Alert ID, and what what led you to create it? It originally started um, with a personal story, and I was in an amusement park in California with my three kids and my husband, and it was a very busy day, and I was separated from, we were separated from our kids for almost an hour. And any parent knows that panic, that terrifying feeling. And so thankfully, we were reunited with my with our kids, but at that time, I didn't have the necessary and updated information and photo and all of all that I really needed to be able to um, lead a search. So... That spurred on the idea of how can we help children and families with lost and missing children. So Alert ID began um, originally as a way to help lost and missing children by creating a way um, online for families to be able to store this information. Well, in speaking to law enforcement across the country, they said, this is wonderful. It's revolutionizing child safety. However, can we expand it to include not only children, but families and communities and, you know, neighbors. And so we've been able to do that. So we created Alert ID, which is a free online and mobile service. And um, it allows you to see what kinds of events are in, happening in your neighborhood, whether it be crimes, sex offenders. Um, and neighbors can share information with each other. They can share suspicious information. We have a platform for public safety that people can communicate a social network, if you will. And then we created an app so that you can take this information with you wherever you go, whether it's no matter what state you're in. We're in, we're in all 50 states. So people can take the app and say, okay, I'm going to go to a different park or we're traveling to a new area. How safe is this area? So they can look at the app and see what sex offenders are near this park. And you know what? I'm going to either keep my eye a little more, more open or maybe I'll go somewhere else. We, yeah, we went to a park the other day that was outside of our normal neighborhood, and I was surprised by how uneasy I felt being in a strange area and not knowing what was around and being out of the bubble. And it sounds like Alert ID could really help me with that and get me to feel a little more comfortable with the area or less comfortable, if that's the case. Maybe. Well, you know, we and, and I agree with you, and, and I think in this day and age, information is truly power. And the more that we know, the more that we can be empowered with information and know what's happening, the better we can protect our kids and, and work together as a community to, you know, to feel safer and to take care of our families. Okay, so how exactly does it work? You download the app, it's free, like you said, and then you also have to create an account, and then what happens from there? Right, very easy. Again, as you mentioned, it is free. Um, you just go to alertid.com. It takes less than a minute to create an account, and all it will ask you for is your name, and it will ask for your address, but it's all 
um, simply for geographic purposes so that it will pull up a map of your neighborhood. But you can include other neighborhoods as well, maybe your child's school, your work, you know, areas you visit, grandma's house, and you'll be able to see what events have happened in that neighborhood with the map. You'll also be able to receive email and push notification alerts whenever something changes. For, uh, for example, a sex offender moves into your neighborhood. You're going to be notified. Anything in the sex offender database for your state, whenever anything changes, you're notified as a member of Alert ID. And yeah, and we've actually got a landing page just for Parent Savers, Boob Group, and Preggy Pals listeners. If you go to alertid.com slash newmommy, you can sign up there. Does it matter if you sign up first and then download the app or download the app and then sign up? Can you do it in either order? It doesn't matter. Okay. So is the information that you're getting through Alert ID, is that something that you guys are putting out there or is it coming straight from the source? It comes straight from the source. We tie it directly into the state sex offender databases um, and it's unfiltered. So whenever anything changes in a sex offender's profile, their address, their, you know, any physical traits that change, that um, will just go directly to our members in an alert. And we also have crime information in many, many cities across the country. Same thing, we tie directly into their their CAD system, their dispatch system, so that that information goes directly to our members, to the citizens. You know, if there's a burglary that happens down your street, you're going to be notified. So, yeah, it's it's unfiltered, and we just, um, you know, we have a partnership with them, and we tie directly with them. Can I add one more thing that I wanted to share with Absolutely. families about the app? Yeah. Wonderful. It's on our free app, and it's called My Family Wallet. And for those of us that, you know, really want to be prepared um, about protecting our kids, and it kind of goes back to the original, the origin of Alert ID, you can put on My Family Wallet your most updated photo, demographic information, height, weight, that kind of thing, directly into the app on your smartphone so that you are prepared in the case of, being separated from your child or if your child becomes lost or missing because then you have the most updated information. And law enforcement is so grateful to have that because 99% of the time, families aren't prepared. So I encourage you to not only become a member of Alert ID and download the app, but, but be prepared with the most updated information on your children so that you are prepared and you can be reunited with your child in, if you're separated from them. Great. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool idea. It's amazing, I think, that this is a free service, something definitely I think all parents and families should have, um, and I'm glad that we're able to make them aware of it. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Thanks so much for spreading the word and protecting families. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, today's topic is for parent savers is Halloween safety and secrets for toddlers. Um, today, we're doing things a bit differently. We don't have an expert per se, but instead, we're going to have a roundtable discussion. And I guess we're all your Halloween experts, so maybe that's spooky in and of itself. <laughs> that's scary to you. That is actually, ooh, scary. There are many hours of trick-or-treating under my belt. <laughs> that's true. Yep. All right, well, let's kick things off, though, by talking about our first Halloween with our kids, um, you know, to maybe help see if there's anything that we learned or that we did that might be a bit to some parents with newborns 
friends or, you know, thinking about doing it for the first time. I think that for Coiner's first Halloween, he was like nine months old. Yeah, almost um, a year. And I think the main things that we did is we dressed him up for like work Halloween parties. Like a work, not not like a crazy work Halloween party. Like Our a, work Halloween party. Yeah. So During you had a job then Low-key already? Stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, but I don't even think we went out trick-or-treating that year. We took him, I think, to a neighbor's house or something. And oh, like to one house. To one house. But then really just gave him the joy of being there when other kids came to the door. Yeah, and he was nine months old. and so. Yeah. But I think the first time we really took him out was the next year when he was a year and nine months. You're right. The Dora year. Yeah, he dressed up as Dora. Oh, Because he loved Dora and not Diego. And people mm-hmm. were like, why didn't you let him dress up as Diego? And I'm like, because he likes Dora. That's really cool of you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. My son had a short brony phase where he got into My Little Pony. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 So that we were like, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. You guys are modern dads. Yeah. <laughs> What do you remember from your first Halloween, Bill? From my my well, first Halloween, with my kids. <laughs> For your kids, yeah. Well, we since we love Halloween so much, uh, we usually try to have themed costumes. So with my son's first Halloween, my wife, my son, and I were the three bears. Oh. And then uh, with my daughters, which one we, were you? Um, I was Papa Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I, could, I should have been Baby Bear. <laughs> and then uh, when my daughter's first Halloween, uh, we had a fire theme. So my son got a um, fireman's outfit that mm-hmm. he, and so we kind of built it around that so my daughter was the dalmatian oh i was the fire truck we Aww. used like a sandwich board and then my wife was the fire so oh, that, that one we had to explain cool. to people because she had like this red outfit on and was kind of like flowing around <laughs> and they're like what what are that's you? super cute that's though. awesome yeah. yeah yeah so it's and then uh, every year we we come especially up with, with like um a baby that's a really kind of cute and cool way to do it to mm-hmm. involve the to do a family theme to involve the sack of potatoes and you kind of get more candy when you uh, have a <laughs> <laughs> you guys all okay, yes. so you guys all went around as a family then, trick or treating oh, yeah. like that. Oh. I've never stopped trick or treating because I have a niece who's twenty, <laughs> and uh, when she was younger, um, that's about the age I, you know, I was in high school and I stopped trick or treating, but I would take her. Which and was then, a good deal for you because you wanted to keep going. And they'd always be like, well, would the big trick-or-treater like a candy bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, I, yes. oh yeah, really? I shouldn't. Yeah. No, please. And she was hardcore. We would go for like three or four hours at least, you know, like, and we were, we were, but my kids can't go as long now, but it's, it's still fun going around with them. So I, I think I haven't missed a year of trick-or-treating except maybe once or twice in college. Maybe you, when you got married? <laughs> that year? Did you go trick-or-treating on your wedding? Mm, I guess we didn't. Well, sort of, because we went to Disneyland that day. <laughs> and we got some treats, so... Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. Have you yeah. dressed up every year, too? Except every year, for that yeah. year. Well, yeah. You were a group. Yes. Yeah, they were bride and groom. <laughs> bride and groom. And we, we, we made our, mis- our our escape. Our parents would have totally killed us if we would have had like a Halloween. In fact, they would, first we said, we're getting married Halloween. I remember like getting calls like, oh, you are not doing this. You know? <laughs> but um, we had a normal ceremony. We had it in the morning so that we could uh, get it up to Disneyland by afternoon. But when we made our escape, we put on like Halloween shirts and um, the Groucho Marx glasses and like oh, that car and drove nice. up. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Did you guys go out last year with cash? No, I mean we barely got the costume on him. In in you know the one I got one photograph with the costume on him, and, and his face is just all squished in agony. You know he was just like, "Get this off of me!" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the crazy things that makes you angry about Pinterest, right? Because we've all tried to take pictures of our kids in their costumes. Oh my god! And gosh. it never works. No. Mm-mm. When does it start to work? I mean, has it with your older kids? I mean, do they start posing, right? Because the older ones will pose, but now yeah. we want them all together. So yeah. we mm-hmm. like. Last year, 
there yeah, might not, have so been a little problem get... trying to get the three of them <laughs> yeah. to get a picture at the same time. Because the old, at that point, then, the older boys were like, I'm in our costume, we're outside, we're going. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you're posing for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's no smiles on their no. faces or whatever it needs to be. I've seen some of the Pinterest fails, the... Ba- the, <laughs> the picture of the baby sitting in a hollowed out pumpkin like I've seen the beautiful picture on right. Pinterest with a little baby like that everyone I've seen where someone really tries to do that no that does not work <laughs> <laughs> the baby is wailing I think there's a site dedicated to Pinterest fails nice yeah. and there's yes Halloween I think is a certain so are you guys going to go out this year no 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 you don't want candy no no well we haven't given him candy, but also Halloween scares me. I don't like going out there with people who have masks on. Yeah. People wow. tend to get a little crazy and they do stuff that they normally wouldn't do when you can see their faces. Do you think that's because you're more downtown, like in a in an area where, I don't know, I mean, I don't know the crime. Yeah, ways, you live in a more urban area. Yeah, I live in a very urban. As opposed to the suburbia. Well, no, for me, it's a personal thing. I've had a few... Um, I'll call them mishaps and they had they're all around like Halloween or mm. people in costume or their faces were obscured. So for me So there's no accountability. Exactly. Yeah. And and then on top of it being in downtown that yeah. you know people treat it like an alcoholic Disneyland is just kind of chaotic. <laughs> so right. Well, know. it's interesting about the masks because I actually have this rule that I try to enforce with the kids is that I won't let them wear anything that covers you know, more than like a qu- a third of their face. I think it's half Good. their face like they can cover because, you know, I don't like it when I, if kids come to the door, you don't know who you're talking to or even if there's like right. grown ups, like you don't know what's going on behind the mm-hmm. mask. And I don't want them to be making people feel uncomfortable with that either. And so we kind of have a no mask rule. I don't get too freaked out by masks because a lot of times, like when I see somebody in a really scary mask or something, I'll go, whoa, cool mask. And there's this little voice that goes, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So as a kid, for me, I would try to get like the grossest, scariest mask I could. And I just thought I was like so awesome as some like second grader, like look at my dead face. Yeah, right. right. But yeah, I I can see like, you know, especially if there's an adult in a mask, it's kind of like, it's a little questionable. From a practical perspective, getting a mask on a one-year-old, not Oh my gosh. Impossible. (laughs) They would never keep it on. A or a hat. hat. No, yeah. no, no. No, that's the time to just make them as cute as possible. Cause... I mean, if they don't even keep their diapers on, how can we expect <laughs> yes. them to keep a costume on? <laughs> exactly. Sonny, did you guys go out? Um, we did, and I'm trying to think. So, yeah, okay, so we had both kids last year, and, you know, it, it, it's been a struggle. We have not hit our stride yet when it comes to Halloween yeah. whatsoever. Um <laughs> Our oldest either hasn't gotten it, you know, he doesn't know what to do, he's too young to really know what's going on, you know, hates the costume stuff, or last year was just scared. Because actually, we moved and we're in a neighborhood now that really kind of does up Halloween, which is great for the kids. It's a gated community and whatever, so we feel kind of safe. But it's also scary because, you know... there's a lot like people really have out. coffins yeah. outside of their house and stuff like that and yeah. and my you know my three-year-old sees you know a spooky spider and totally freaks out and he doesn't and he doesn't know how to say trick-or-treat really <gasps> and so he he's like all timid going up to the door and oh. so we just haven't hit our stride with this and, right. the, and the younger one's just too young but we 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 do <laughs> you know i also have i also have a problem with spending money on costumes that they're not going to wear Yes. You know, it, it, yeah, but, but especially I think maybe with little boys, I don't know, I don't have any little girls yet, but.
But, like, I do find that if you let them wear their costumes throughout the year, they probably would. Oh, I don't, as a parent, um, I don't know if you want to do that. But well, we do that, yeah. We actually use Halloween's excuse to stock up on the costume box. Oh, okay. So they, so, so they do do that. Whatever. Okay. Because I know little girls can do, like, the princess thing. Yeah, but I wasn't sure, like. Firefighter costume. Now it's all, like, superhero stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went as a pillow one year. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, so let's talk about low budget ideas. <laughs> Did you really go to the Yeah, you just cut out holes in a pillowcase and put it on over your arms I and your head. That is simply brilliant. Yeah. It sounds like a ghost. It does kind of sound. Well, see, I tried the ghost thing, but I couldn't get the holes to yeah. match up with my so eyes. So it turned right. into the pillow. So I'm like, ah! <laughs> Well, I was looking around at what was left to cut up, and since I was in my bedroom, <laughs> I was using my linens. Well, so I would say that I think that one of the things I would say if for families going through it with young kids is, you know, because of the scary stuff, go to, um, you know, maybe one house that, you know, your neighbor, your good friend across the street, your person People that lives next door, right? Do the cute trick-or-treat, get the picture of them doing whatever so you can kind of have it. Um, but then, you know, especially one-year-olds, they love having specific missions to help you with. So if they're going to be able, if they can help with giving out the candy right. to the trick-or-treaters coming, as long as you don't run into the scary mm-hmm. fourth graders with the crazy masks, but, you know, early in the night, they can help kind of hand everything out. Um, I think that's something that our kids have really liked. And I think it's a good way to kind of involve the young kids in Halloween. Well, and I remember I loved Quinner's first Halloween because he didn't know what was in the packages. That's right. And we got all chocolate because that's our favorite. (laughs) And he had no idea idea that there was candy. And so he was playing with them in the colors and the candy. He was taking him candy. Yeah. So he didn't try to eat it. He didn't try to eat it. He just took it in and out of the bowl. It was there and played with it. It was just another toy to play with. Right. Well, I think that's a really good point about having them in the house because they are familiar with their own house, right? I think part right. of the scary part of it for them is that, you know, they're not used to going up to these strange... You're telling them their whole life, don't talk to strangers, mm-hmm. don't, you know, accept then, stuff yeah. from strangers. <laughs> yep. And then we're like, oh, here, take this candy and wear this costume and say trick or treat. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So I think that is a good way to kind of ease them into it. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, um, we've got some tips from the San Diego Police Department um, for safe Halloween. So we'll go through those um, kind of line by line and continue the discussion that hopefully I didn't jinx and hopefully is a little bit of fun (laughs) and educational. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Oh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. <laughs> You're really good at that. Right? that uh, today, we're talking about Halloween safety and secrets for toddlers. Um, so we got some tips from the San Diego Police Department. We'd asked them if they could join us. They couldn't send a representative, um, but they sent over some safety tips, which I think are kind of worth sharing. We can kind of go through um, and maybe talk if we've got any experiences with them. Um, first tip is have your children wear light or bright colored clothing or reflective tape so they can easily be seen. Um, it's kind of a funny <laughs> idea. And it's just probably talking for like slightly older kids, maybe as like the three and four year olds go out. Um, or even I would groups, say as soon as they're walking. I mean, as soon as they're walking, yeah, because they could because, toddle away. Right. And I've been. 
try and incorporate reflective tape into your costume. Actually, yeah. If, I'll take any excuse to put reflective tape on my kids. <laughs> <laughs> we did it last year. They also have, like, I, I don't know if it's elsewhere in their tips, but those glow sticks a lot right. of times. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. If you get a, yeah. get it, they'll put it around their neck. Or the, and Kids love this stuff. They'll wear them as wristbands. That's actually... Even, like a you'll point. be like I'm a cool like a like a tough ninja or something, but it's with glow sticks all over your arms, right? You know. is that for cars? Is that the deal just to protect them from cars? I think it's or? for cars, like driving around the neighborhood yeah. for sure. I mean, because yeah. when it gets dark and the kids are like, run, there's a lot of street crossing, right. and right. Um, I think it helps the parents though just to be able to see them. Well, I was gonna say yeah, since we have the older boys that kind of give we give them a little bit of a longer mm-hmm. way they can go ahead of us. And when it got dark, it was nice to be able to, bam, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a good, so, like, you go to Michael's or whatever, you can get these glow sticks for so cheap these days. That's mm-hmm. And yeah, I end up, we end up, like, stockpiling them, and then, oh, we should have totally brought, busted those out. So remember to bring them out on Halloween. All right, make sure their costumes fit well. Oversized costumes and footwear can cause them to trip and fall. So did your pillow costume fit well? <laughs> it did. Thank you. Yes, that hit me at just the right place for my <laughs> to flatter my figure. <laughs> no, I, I remember. Um, I think it's easy to squeeze your, to want to squeeze your kids in the costumes that may be too big for them too, especially if they're just learning the walk. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure that it's the right size. Maybe you don't want something that covers the feet, especially if it's too big. I feel like that turtle costume we got for Quinter the first year was too big. Yeah, it was. But it was so cute. So it we were like, go over He had the exact opposite. And um, so Sayer was, we called it Sayersaurus. He was a dinosaur, but we called him Sayersaurus. And um, I found like a onesie that kind of looked like a dinosaur body. Yeah. And I really didn't factor in, you know, I bought it like three months prior to Halloween. <laughs> and I didn't factor in that he was growing quite rapidly at that point. And um, so by the time Halloween came, um, he didn't quite fit in it. So here I am stuffing my kid into this costume but then i just ended up cutting off the footsie things yes. and then i just wore tennis shoes or something with yeah. them like yeah. totally totally works all right next tip make sure that hats can't slide over your kids eyes and if they wear masks that they fit securely and have eye holes that are large enough for full vision yeah this goes back to the whole mat do you want your kids wearing masks i say period, no masks. Though. i don't know i say no masks i can't keep them on my kids now so it's irrelevant yeah. christina and bill strongly I, disagree uh, well i will say a mask Almost got me kicked out of Disneyland on my wedding day because I didn't realize you couldn't wear masks in there. What? And I walked in, I was walking, I pulled, I had a big like cow skull mask. I pulled it over and I was like walking around waving and like within minutes, like I was swarmed by security. They're like, sir, you have to take off the mask or leave. And I was like, yes, please. They have adults in costumes everywhere in Disneyland. And you mean to tell me they won't let uh, like someone walk around in a mask? I I understand. Did you say cow skull? Is that what you said? Yeah, it was was kind of scary. (laughs) I mean, I could see like those little kids are like, hey, who's this weird man? You know, so to be a happy place. Is this Why like is for sex, sex offender, predator? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I just didn't want to get kicked out. I said, you can have the mask. I don't care. Just let me go on, you know, small world. Let me go to Adventureland. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of the masks. I'm The reason I'm looking at you is because our six-year-old wants to wear a mask this year. What yeah, mask but he, he knows. Want? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Oh, that's kind of awesome. I know. <laughs> and it's because his friend's going to be Boba Fett, and they decided <gasps> on their own to do it. So I'm having a mask crisis right now. <laughs> well, I think that maybe. <laughs> I think that's adorable and awesome, but... It's a mask crisis. And I'm not cutting out eye holes big enough for him to see in a Darth Vader mask, by the way. Because that's just sacrilegious. <laughs> but you know what? You've made a rule that I think is reasonable. You can totally wear the mask when you go up to say trick-or-treat. Lift yes. the mask so they can see who it is. That's yeah. So don't let him wear costumes with excessive fabric. Loose clothing can brush up against a jack-o'-lantern or other open right. flame and cause costumes to catch ha- on fire. Has this, is this a frequent occurrence? Or <laughs> is this like... 
they're how, getting a I, little bit. I can kind of see. I, I mean, I well, mean, how many people actually do the real candles? Yeah, yeah I mean, is this, yeah. did they put these out in 1972? I mean, how many? <laughs> well, people it could have been 2000. It's still. I mean, how many people have you know still use actual candles? candles? Right? True, but I think that uh, there's fire danger. I think, but I think these days, yeah, we don't use real flames in the jack o' lanterns anymore. Yeah. They have these candles. If they carry props such as swords or knives, have them carry flexible ones, and flexible ones can cause serious injury. <laughs> If they fall them on them, it's actually what they or say. Or if they wail like, on their siblings. There's defi- if, yeah, if there's swords involved, there's going to be wailing and injury. I mean, it's kind of like the piñata rule. I have, a, I have an issue with this. I don't care if it's Halloween or anything. I have an issue with swords, knives, guns, anything like that. I just, I know it's all in fun. And, you know, I, I don't know. We had a friend that gave uh, my son, like, this glow in, not, it wasn't glow in the dark. It, like, lit up. But it was especially for something at night. And it was a sword. You know, it's the whole weapon thing. Yeah. I just. I, I just don't know what's getting into his head, and I, I'm i just one of those anal retentive parents, I well, guess. Well, I definitely just... think for young kids, you can control that. Yeah. Um, having a six-year-old, it's harder to... I mean, he will turn anything yes. into a weapon. Right, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, and, but so then by extension, the two-year-old does it right. a little bit, too, because he sees oh, his brother yeah, do it. See, yep, right? I'm going So then you've too. got the one-year-old and the yes. two-year-old picking up a blade of grass... Yeah, <laughs> lightsaber. Drop the grass. <laughs> um, the next tip says that um, attach a tag with your kid's name, address, and phone number to their clothes in case they get separated from you. Um, and it's better that they go trick or treating during daylight. And I think especially for young kids, that's good. I mean, there definitely is this shift that happens with trick-or-treating where at the beginning you've got like all the families and it's like the adorable Norman Rockwell painting of Americano with young kids. And then at night, it's like... The scary mask. The scary mask. (laughs) And you get the kids coming to your door that like... Bill, I think you should probably get hang it up. If you were able to drive here, I'm not giving you candy. Yeah, right. Their voices crack. Trick or treat. <laughs> well, and then during the day, there's a lot of cool activities you can go to, like a lot, of, like malls or right. libraries. <laughs> Might have things we can go in and uh, you know trick or treat. And uh, maybe do a craft or something. And that's right. something. So if you don't want to take your kids trick-or-treating, yeah. there's yeah. lots to do while it's still daylight that they can still get that Halloween flavor without having to worry about going to some strange. Well, that's store. a great idea, too, because then you can get them out, let them do the trick-or-treating. And then there is some joy and fun about being at home and handing out the candy. Right. And so then they get both sides of that. You can make it into a contest. Like, the if we see this many, like... Ninjas tonight. I, I keep going back to ninjas for some reason, but you see this many, then uh, you win, or you know, like, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Some of the other tips. Um, you don't have to do a little bit with older children. The older children should go with friends. Only go to homes with the porch lights on. Um, remind kids to stay on sidewalks and face traffic if they can. Um, tell your children not to eat treats that they collect, but to bring them home to examine. Um, oh man, I used to just eat them as we went. I know, like, is yeah. That a, is that a Reese's peanut butter cup? <laughs> <laughs> right? Those, Those are always the first to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, and, and can I say something? This is actually more for the parents out there. If you're not going to do the trick-or-treat thing and you're not going to answer your door, the stupidest thing ever is just to leave, like, a whole thing of candy out by oh, your right. door. That drives <laughs> me crazy. Yes. All right, well, let me kids tell you where that's coming from. going to take everything. Right? Here's, but here's oh. where it's coming from when you get older kids, right? Like, where there's this huge conflict of, like, well, I want to go out with the kids trick-or-treating. Yeah. But I also want to give the candy to the oh, kids. Right. And also. So I don't want to be the house that didn't give the candy because then you know whose pumpkin gets smashed? Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is the older kids will come around and take all of it. It will be gone within well, like so five minutes. I don't think minutes. you want to do it late. Yeah, do yeah. it early. Right. Get back for the older kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually had, um, I remember one time there was a house I went to and they did that. 
and there's some kids that came up and started taking a lot and they opened the door and said we're actually watching you and it's <gasps> just to take one we oh see seeing, I like that yeah that's they, were cool. they were just messing <laughs> with the kids to that's see awesome. it. Yeah. <laughs> to make Trick. them feel bad yeah. right and then they hit him with the sword <laughs> <laughs> but it was flexible and so it was a pretty alright well so if a lot of parents are going to stand with their kids after only going trick or treating what kind of stuff do you think they should give out like if you did have trick or treaters and you guys and Cash has never eaten candy what would you give out full candy bars full size you know the houses yes. I'm talking about is yes. kids that you knew who was giving out the huge candy so bars so do you want to be that house well, I didn't want to spend the money but yeah, yeah. <laughs> or there's the old lady that thinks she's doing you a favor by giving you a couple pennies yeah right. Right. Or a nickel. like what that was yeah. our next they door neighbor. They make these anymore? <laughs> or those candied almonds? Why do I need these? Well, there's like these things in a wrapper that are like orange <gasps> and squishy and like the worst Halloween candy ever. Oh. The orange and black peanut butter yes. thing. Yes. So, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Butter thing. It's in like, sir, it's in like it wax is, paper. It is the most generic Halloween candy out there. We ended up now in our thrifty state. We, we just buy like, we don't even buy like the bags of Halloween candy at Costco anymore. We buy the boxes of the Tootsie Roll lollipops because they're cheaper anyway. Oh, yeah, those are good. And just, you know, give out the lollipops. Yeah, or dum-dums. Is there anything healthy that you can give out and not get eggs? Yeah, no. (laughs) Don't give out fruit. Like, seriously, I've been to houses, too, where they do. Oh, I like it when houses give out those glow sticks that you were talking about. Have you seen that? that's a good one. It's a really, yeah, just a little tiny, like, sticks or the the bands or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Because then you're helping parents. Right. And uh, And kids like them. I've seen that people give out are things like uh, stickers. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Or, um. You know, that's on the edge. Yeah. That's on the line. I'm, I'm against Spider stickers, ring. though. They put that on everything, and then it ruins your furniture. You know what I didn't like? There was a dentist across the street, and he gave out two toothbrushes. No, he did not. <laughs> you guys both had that experience. Yeah. See, that's like the woman who hands, hands out yeah. pennies or the woman that hands out fruit. Yes. Come on. I mean, if you're going to do it, just turn off your light yeah. if you're going to yeah. do something like that. Don't make me feel bad for Maury. feeding my kids candy. <laughs> that's the them. other, actually... <laughs> Well, you mentioned it. The other crazy thing about Halloween is like, I always like going to the door now so I can like peek inside people's houses and, oh, they have like, look how that thing is set up. (laughs) Like, oh, they've got like a cool, oh, they took out their fireplace. Look at that. Oh, so it's permissible voyeurism? It is a little (laughs) bit, right? (laughs) It's like your one chance a year. Oh, look at that. See, another reason not to open the door. (laughs) Uh, See, I like it just to see how other people decorate their houses, not just for Halloween, but like, oh, they got ceramic tile there. I should have done that. A bearskin rug. (laughs) Interesting choice. (laughs) All right. Nice. Well, hopefully um, there were some helpful tips there um, for toddlers. It was fun to record. Um, go around. Yeah. Hopefully it was fun to listen to. We'll see how it goes. Give us your feedback. We actually want to hear from you on this episode. Send us in your pictures of your cute kids on Halloween. Uh, I think we're going to do some sort of contest on our Facebook page for that. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for joining us. We're actually going to do a, a, some bonus content for our Parent Savers Club. Um, we're going to talk about our favorite Halloween candies, um, the stuff that we really like getting. Um, as well as some other memories. So join us after the show for that. If you want more information about the Parent Savers Club, visit our website at parentsavers.com. Before we wrap up today's show, here's blogger David Vienna sharing the realities of parenting from his blog, The Daddy Complex. Hi, Parent Savers. This is The Daddy Complex. I'm David Vienna, father of twin boys. And if my experience has taught me anything about parenting, it's that I know nothing about parenting. Once your baby becomes a toddler, you will never be on time again, ever. Not an exaggeration. Your friends will simply assume that when you say you'll be somewhere at 10 a.m. on a Monday, it means 11.30 a.m., and that's if things go well. 
If not, it means Thursday. You will also learn how to commute to work at speeds that would make a top fuel dragster look like a radio flyer. And if you think you're too organized for this to happen, trust me, it applies to pretty much everyone because even militantly anal clock watchers will experience this often enough to either adapt or go insane. My wife and I used to battle to get the boys through the morning routine. Wake up, go potty, dress for school, eat breakfast, get in the car, and depart. As my mother-in-law says, it's not rocket surgery. The problem for us and other parents is any number of these steps could and inevitably do take much longer than planned. For example, whether or not our son Boone decides to spend 15 minutes on the potty remains a wild card. Why do these seemingly simple steps take so long? Pick any combination of the following choices, and for parents of twins or triplets, multiply it. Refusing to eat, wanting to be fed by one of us, wanting to be held by one of us rather than getting dressed, arguing why Go Diego Go should be watched, running and or screaming, unhappiness with choice of clothing even if said child picked it out, unhappiness with the choice of breakfast even if said child picked it out, more running and or screaming, Random and sometimes imagined injuries sustained while running and or screaming. Hunting for a specific toy that was absently flung across the room the previous night. Impromptu game of hide-and-seek. Conversation about whether or not giraffes dance. Potty accident. Puking caused by unforeseen illness. Trying to ride the dog like a Shetland pony. Simple lollygagging. Even more running and or screaming. And adjusting the timeline to start the process earlier doesn't help. It just gives your child more time to mess around. Toddlers and preschoolers simply have too much to do to adhere to your randomly chosen schedule. Just getting in the car takes 20 minutes, unless, of course, you've allotted 10 minutes for it, in which case it will take anywhere from 20 minutes to a fortnight. This may sound absolutely infuriating, but my wife and I have hit upon a fantastically simple solution. We made peace with being late. We go to bed each night knowing the next morning will feature us barking instructions and requests at the boys over and over, followed by a mad dash to work. And because of that adjustment, we sleep better and enjoy our mornings more. Sometimes we even prolong that conversation about dancing giraffes. Check out more of my terrible advice at thedaddycomplex.com, the Huffington Post, or on Twitter at the Daddy Complex. You can also view episodes of Fighting with Babies, my puppet web series for parents at thedaddycomplex.com slash fwb and be sure to keep listening to Parent Savers for more fatherly tips. That wraps up our show for today. Thank you so much for listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, our show, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed Their Babies, and Twin Talks, uh, focusing on it for parents of twins. Next week, we're going to be talking about creating family traditions, so hopefully you can go out and create some of your own this Halloween, and we're going to do one more spooky Halloween noise. <laughs> <laughs> Empowering new parents! This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating healthcare problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider. Hey, mamas. 
Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.